welcome to this episode of the Stuttering School Podcast. I'm your host, Daniela Rossi, coming to you from Toronto in Canada. On this episode, I have the pleasure of speaking with Jane Powell, CEO of the British Stammering Association, about the brilliantly clever stammer awareness campaign that recently launched across the United Kingdom. If you're a team member of a stuttering association looking to run an awareness campaign in your country, you don't want to miss this episode. But first, this episode is brought to you by the Stuttering is Cool shop. The Stuttering is Cool shop is full of stuttering awareness merchandise, including buttons, or as I say in the UK, badges, posters, mugs, and the Stuttering is Cool book, which is a survival guide to stuttering without switching words or avoiding speaking. It's also a a fun book, if I do say so myself, as it also contains comics that I that I drew, uh, f- starring a cartoon character called Frankie Banky, which I make reference to in during my chat with Jane. And now on to the show. Oh wait, first check it all out at stutteringiscool.com. All the information about the book and the shop. Well, now on to my show. Oh wait, but first. You're probably hearing some squeaky noises. Do you hear that? If not, don't worry about it. If so, it's just my chair. Um, Unfortunately, (laughs) it was making a lot of noise during my chat with Jane. So now that you know what that weird noise is, on to the show. Well, welcome to the Starring School podcast. Great place to join it. And I think I told you I lost track maybe 8,787 times how much I loved the (laughs) uh, campaign. And it's so brilliant. And the reason is because never have I ever seen such uh, a direct and clear message about how the stuttering um, experience is like and, you know, smashing myths um at the same time you know and it's so eye-catching and we had talked about that in um Iceland so I thought this would be a great conversation for the podcast so uh before we get into that uh, I just wanted to ask so you don't stutter or you don't stammer so how did you end up becoming the CEO of the British Stammering Association um I launched uh, a charity back in 2007 Mm -hmm. um, and that was to try and uh, reduce the level of suicides in young men, particularly. Mm. Suicide was and still is the single biggest killer of young men in the UK. Oh, um, wow. That was quite a learning process, and um, I launched it from my bedroom. So it was, it was, it was oh, very wow. Um, and I think the, the thing that I needed to try and tackle, um, I hadn't got any resources to put into research or anything, was to changed the way people looked and felt about the subject. It was then talking about it was quite a toxic issue. Um, It was a real turnoff. And a lot of the mental health messages were awful. A lot of the imagery um, and and what I wanted to do was to um, get a phone line going um, and encourage young men to use that phone line. Um, if I used any of the imagery around mental health at the time um, and treated men as victims, we wouldn't have got any calls. So what I wanted to do was to make and somehow make this charity about suicide 
um, engaging mm-hmm. and attractive to the audience. Um, and that was quite successful. So when I left Calm, I was looking for a challenge. I was looking for something that I could add value to and bring something new to. Um, so when I looked at the BSA first time round, um, I just passed over it. Um, and it wasn't until some and somebody asked me about, um, well, what was out there at the moment? Um, and I mentioned the BSA and they immediately made a joke about it. Hmm. Um, and that was when I became really interested in, in doing something because I thought, well, this is something I can um, bring my skills and knowledge from calm to. Um, if people feel able to make a joke about stammering, then it's this cultural change which I would like to tackle. I'd like to tackle the way people feel about their stammer and I would like to tackle the way the public respond to people stammering. Um, and that's a cultural change as much as anything. That isn't about research. It's not about um, you know, the, the big barrier here is public responses to people who stammer and, and the way people who stammer, they weigh the way f- they feel about themselves and they feel about their stammer or their stutter. Um, and at that point, it became hugely exciting. Um, and I spent way more time on preparing for my interview. Um, and when I did, really, I got engrossed in a five-year plan. Wow. Um, and I presented at my interview the five-year plan. And part of that was about um, rebranding and and giving an image about the organization and about stammering, which was going to be fresh and different and new and engaging. So that was the plan. Wow. Wow. So um, now it's now there's there's thoughts in my head going, of course, because, you know, being a CEO, right, it's all about driving the organization. And that also includes change too. Sometimes it's never easy change, but uh, what I what I'm really impressed with is how much for someone, and I don't mean the way this sounds, uh, for someone who doesn't stammer, how much you got it, <laughs> how much you understood. And this was even before becoming CEO, right? Like you just walked right into it, kind of like walked into our world or the world. You stumbled upon our world, and then uh, you're like, you know what? I have the skills, and I re- and the approach that you had with calm uh, before and as you were talking about it made me think that's why you know the stamina campaign is so clever because clearly you brought that insight that vision that um, strategy or um, that mindset into a stammering so that's great and what I like about it is because of you know, due to social media uh, the campaign is not necessarily confined just to whoever happens to be walking around the UK. It's all over the world because people are sharing it. And it's a it's a brilliant campaign. Would you like to talk about, I guess, describe since it's an audio <laughs> podcast? Uh, yeah, the whole campaign, this whole five-year plan, if you're able to talk about the five-year plan. <laughs> Well, the, the five-year plan is uh, is more than just the the branding. Yeah, but yeah. The branding are is kind of is a, a really important um, brick in the whole thing. So the, the all the other things that I also learned from running Calm was um, thinking about the whole user journey, 
how and and what how we engage with people, um, how we financially organise. Um, what's the, what kind of database do we use? So all of those other things. So the the branding was the icing on the cake. Um, so to kind of to, to kind of scroll back a little bit, the campaign itself. Um, okay, so the word stammer visually stammers and mm -hmm. blocks. Um, and the wording that we use visually stammers and blocks. And the, the reason that we do that is to literally put it in people's faces. Yeah. And it um, worked. It worked. Yeah. I confess. Uh, and I talked to you about this in Iceland. When I first saw it, I thought, that's ridiculous. That's the worst name ever. What are they thinking of? That's the end of the BSA as we know it. This and blah, blah, blah. And then I think... The more I saw it, the more it grew on me because the more it drew me in and the more I said, you know, that makes sense. <laughs> and this was before the uh, the whole graphics, the visual start part. So, yeah, sorry, I completely cut you off. But I know where you were going, uh, what path you're going, because we had that conversation. <laughs> and then yeah. It, yeah, 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 um, yeah, go ahead. And yeah. So the, the words, the kind of the word stammer spelt incorrectly mm -hmm. um, is there to really sit awkwardly in people's faces mm -hmm. so that it, it's not spelled er um it's not stammer uk because i think if it was it would just drift into all of those other uk names yeah what we wanted was um something which was going to be an entity in itself um and where we could literally stamp the stamp the 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 icon the the brand the name um, on materials and information and leaflets and literature and marketing. Um, and again, sit there stammering very visibly because uh, we want the, we want, we need the public to understand, to think about this. We mm -hmm. need the public to think about stammering um, and also to see it more than just some kind of joke. Yeah. Something to laugh about. Yeah. Um, and so within the I stammer words, uh, we've got this platform to put in other messages. So it becomes a delivery vehicle for all those very different voices about voices from people who stammer and who stammer in all sorts of different ways um, to, to get that message out. So we were looking at new messages and, and looking at and, and kind of harvesting new messages that we can use um, and so one of them, this was last week, and one of them is about you don't hear me stammer. I swap words so you don't hear me stammer. Wow. And to, and to get people to think about, you know, don't hang up on me. So that's silence. Don't just put the phone down when I'm trying to order, order a cab. Um, and another message that we're trying to bring in is about... Um, those kind of uh, voice activated helpline or desk or kind of uh, help desks. Yeah. I hate where it's kind of say your name <laughs> and say the number one and then say your address and then just, um, just to, again, get that, get those messages out there, mm -hmm. but also put out a really bold face, an yeah. unapologetic, brightly colored, clashing, noisy, we're here, we're right in your face message which is to, to, to kind of go, we're confident, we're bold, and we're not ashamed of this. 
What I like about the other thing I like about one of the 700 things I like about it is it's it's a very experiential campaign. You know, even though from what I've seen so far, you know, um, bus posters and pins and postcards for something so static, it's so very experiential. You know, the whole thing about and just to describe to the listener, um, you know, it's the word stamma with I believe it's the A and the M. The space between them is really stretched out um, and, and the M and the E. Uh, and then other parts of the word, I think. And then in between is the words, don't hang up on me. Or, you know, I switch words because I don't want to stammer and and such. So very experiential. And it really does stand out from all the other uh, charities, foundations, and awareness campaigns that are always the, the same. This one, totally different. <laughs> well, well done. Uh, I think the agency, the agency did us really proud. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, spent a long time briefing the agency um, and talking through the experience of stammering and the different experience of stammering. Um, we talked through also where we wanted to be in as, as an organization yeah. um, and looked around at other organizations in the field. And I think that many of them came across as very um, medical. Yes, yes, yeah. Um, yeah, and some that. of them came across as very kind of charity feel. Yeah. Um, and some almost as invisible. And, and we also looked at our own branding um, and the words BSA, which I think uh, there are 22 charities with those letters. Yeah. Um, and let alone the rest of the world. There's an awful lot. So we were looking for, for a way to really um, punch out into the open and go, we're here in a way which would be memorable. And what we found is that um, the campaign's going well um, and the marketing materials and the literature is going really well too. Nice. I'm so happy to hear that. Yeah, the badges and the stickers. So I've got one on my phone. Nice. Um, Can I get one too? (laughs) 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 Sorry, sorry, go ahead. so I can't wait to get T-shirts out. Um, um, I can't wait to get other materials out. I want I want kids to be able to feel that they can put it on their rulers and then their books and on their laptops and to wear the badge and um, feel good about themselves and feel good about the campaign and want as much as that and kind of financially, we want people to engage and to run for the campaign, to to raise money for the campaign and feel this is something that is legitimate and that um, and that this is their charity. Mm, something that they um, have a uh, certain level of ownership. I'm not sure if that's the right word. Like it's, it's part of them. Um, it's like not that you become a fan of. That's kind of like how um, you, they become the brand ambassadors. I'm trying to use like a, like, like, like uh, more simple English than marketing speak because I'm also in the marketing world. Um, but I, yeah, I get what you're trying to say. Like it becomes something that they can uh, participate in. Yeah, but I uh, think ownership is the right word. Oh, okay. Okay, I think, good. Um, I want them to feel this is, <laughs> this is their charity. Yeah. And, and also, um, that's Dama. And, you know, it's, uh, it's on the ruler, it's on the t-shirt, it's on the book. So just kind of get used to it. 
And it's a very pleasing looking logo too. It's mm-hmm. something that you could see even from far away. So your phone, because so we're for the for the listener, we're speaking on video chat. And when you mention, you know, it's on your phone, back of the stickers on the back of your phone, you show me what your phone looks like. And you could see that from far away. <laughs> You'll be able to see Stama. So well done. And what I like is um, when I first heard the name or I guess read the name, I thought Stama. It sounds like, uh, you know, some rapper somewhere which I think could appeal to the younger audience, you know, especially the hip-hop fans and the rap fans. I'm, pro- I'm probably making an overgeneralization, but I think it's so I d- brilliant. I, I, I think just... when, we first, when, we, when the agency first pro- uh, gave us the name and said this is one of, uh, I think, four or five at the time to choose from. Oh, wow. Um, we did think, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah, it did feel a bit kind of too, you know, too uber cool. And um, but then all the other names just didn't do anything. And you kept coming back to this one, thinking, but it's really strong. You know, you know what it reminds me a lot of the whole what? nature of stuttering, right? Like first, you don't like it. You don't like it. You don't like it. Then you realize there's a lot of strength. There's a lot of positive stuff in in it. And then it ends up being, this is, and I know, and I got flack from this over the years, but like either it's a blessing, I'm so glad that I had this, or if I didn't stutter, then I wouldn't have, for example, gone to Iceland or, you know, met all these cool people from the community or, you know, even create this podcast or, you know, make a Frankie Pinky comics. So it works so well. I really hope that agency wins awards <laughs> for this campaign. <laughs> Me too. I, I think that they've done us really proud. Um, so we're, we've been getting, um, producing leaflets around uh, stammering or stuttering in children and in adolescents mm. and for adults. Um, and the, the colors and the logo um, and the lettering just make it really easy to design. It does, yeah. It is such a simple, like, very effective design. Like, as the graphic designer in me and the marketing, I'm like, man, I wish I could work for them. Just saying, I'm unemployed right now. <laughs> no. Um, now, uh, recently, you were on a podcast. Um, for the life of me, I forget the name. Third. Third Sector. Third Sector, yes. Yeah. Um, and, and you had mentioned a, a bunch of statistics and there was one really um, disturbing, well, disturbing is a bit of a strong word, but still, it's a very worrisome statistics where something like, um, I think it was 26% of people thought it was okay. Uh, people in the UK surveyed um, thought that it was okay to make jokes about stammering. Um, um, do I have the right uh, stat and um, connecting? Yeah. Connection? yeah. We did. Um, so before we launched, I wanted to... Um, I wanted to measure the impact year on year of mm. the campaign. Yeah. Um, and so I want to measure a whole bunch of things. So I want to be able to, because I want to be able to kind of point and go, this is successful or this is not successful. I want to, I don't want to just do stuff for the sake of it. Um, and so we looked at awareness of the British Stammering Association. Mm-hmm. We looked at public understanding of stammering. Um, so what are the causes of it? Um, and we also looked at how, what, what 
um, how comfortable people were about making jokes about it. So it was 27% felt um, comfortable, or fairly comfortable, very comfortable about making a joke about stammering. Um, and I think that's, uh, you know, on the one hand, I kind of think, well, that's terrible. On the other hand, I kind of think, great, we've got some real targets here. Mm, true, true. Um, and uh, awareness around, so this was a YouGov poll with 2,000 kind of um, people in the UK. Um, so we also saw that just 2% recognised or understood what the BSA stood for. Mm-hmm. Um, so that means that we're not reaching um, thousands and thousands of people in the UK who stammer and who don't know that we exist. But we also did some um, polling with our members. Mm. You see, did you know that we did a phone line? And and although the older people knew that we have a phone line, what we found was that um, a lot of the younger people didn't. Yeah, yeah, that I could see, yeah. Yeah, we've been doing a lot. And, and then we were looking at, you know, well, when do you want a phone line and, and what do you want it to do? And, and what do you want from us? So we've done a huge amount of research over the last few months, or kind mm. of last year, yeah. um, just so that we can better serve our members um, and also, yeah, just to track how we're doing as a campaign, as, as the campaign goes. So it'd be interesting to see how that goes. I think it's going to be a long time. Cultural change is hard. Very, yeah. But damn it, we'll give it our best. Yeah. Um, so I did the same with um, Calm, looking at rates of suicide in men um, and also awareness of the, of the organisation. Um, and awareness of the phone line, those kinds of things. And so it was it was good to see and be, good to be able to track that year on year and see how successful we were. Mm-hmm. Um, and that cam- I think that campaign has been really good. Yeah. And it, it, male suicide in the UK is now at its lowest level for some time. Oh, nice. Nice. Great job. Were you always... This sounds like a dumb question, but only because... Uh, you did mention you started calm in your garage or your basement. Um, um, did you always work in marketing or uh, charities chari- 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 or communications? Or uh, is this just you're just so brilliant at this because you are you are very brilliant because you have that vision that I that what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you have the brain for it, <laughs> for lack. I just can't think of the word, the word, but yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I've, uh, not in I've, I've spent, um, my entire life has been spent campaigning. Yeah, oh, okay. First at, um, there's a place called Greenham Common. It's probably way before your time, which is a piece <laughs> Which is, sorry, a... Greenham Common. Okay. Greenham Common was a wee, uh, women's peace camp um, in the UK, so it was about it was about stopping Trident. So that was a um, an amazing thing to be part of. Mm. Um, and I've also worked at there's something called the Campaign for Nuclear Disarmament, mm. um, Greenpeace, um, and for various civil human rights organisations. Um, yeah, that's the only thing I've done really. That's all. Just a couple of handful of world major, worldwide uh, serious concerns. That's all. Just, just had a little thing going. <laughs> 
So no wonder. So no wonder. So the BSA has such. Um, they they have an. Um, they have quite uh, the CEO. You no, know, uh, like I can see, they chose the right CEO. <laughs> the right person came. So I hope so. Very, yeah. I hope so. I think no pressure. Been... No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> but I think they're kind of a significant. Uh, part of the last 12 months really has also been um, we received a legacy um, mm. from a member, oh. um, Owen Simons, who, uh, and that legacy enabled me to recruit and to kind of fast track the plan that I had. Oh, nice. When I started um, and to kind of bring in um, some staff and resources and to invest in boring things. But, um, uh, so that we've got a kind of a CRM system to, to kind of to be able to build a website because really without a website we couldn't have launched Stammer. Yeah, yeah. Any website, um, but I think the new website is really good. I think it's um... wow, it is the best stuttering association website I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> we work really, really hard on it, I and mean, I think we have a great team now. Yeah. So we've oh, wow. got Rachel Everard. Have you met? I'm sure you have met Rachel. The name um, is familiar, so yeah. Yeah, so she spent a long time at City Lit. Um, she's at the top of her game. Um, and so she's been crafting uh, the messages and the information on the website mm. around the therapies and where to get help and, and that side of things. Um, we've got, yeah, we've got four full-time and four part-time staff in total now. Um, and that's been made possible by this legacy. Uh, oh, but it wow. has been, um, I think we've attempted to do everything in six months. So we've got a new website, we've wow. got a new service, um, we've frog marched through GDPR, um, we've refurbished the office so it feels a nice place to work. GDPR? What's that? Um, so GDPR is um regulations around um oh yes 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 yeah the, the privacy yes 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 that's why i'm going it rings a bell right yeah <laughs> well, yeah um all so, that in six months holy mackerel <laughs> the website too wow sorry yeah. my mind is still being blown go ahead <laughs> Well, we needed the website before we could launch the campaign. We yeah. also, um, you know, there's quite a big debate amongst members about the Stanford campaign itself. <laughs> yeah. um, so we unveiled that at conference last year, and then we talked about it at the AGM, and then in the new year we had a big vote around it. Because I think a lot of members felt, you know, as all of us felt first, um, you know, what is this down with the Stammer? <laughs> it was completely alien. Yeah, um, yeah. So it's been quite a journey. Mm. Was the reception uh, positive um, at you know when people were voting on on it, or was yes, it one of those? Yes, seventy percent. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Nice. Um, I think yeah, and there's still there was some still some reservations, but I think um, looking at the responses to the campaign and online. They like it. Yeah, nice. And you also mentioned, um, speaking of the website, uh, that there's, and speaking of experiential, there is an area about um, that covers uh, stories, people uh, who 
dynamer and that uh, you also invited me to submit a story as, as well. So the reason I'm bringing that up is um, if uh, so, that means that anyone listening can submit their story, their stammering story to help the campaign. Would you like to talk about that, that feature of that website? Yes. Um, the website's designed so that um, there's a kind of their voice of God, if you like, um, information. So that's uh, that's the organization talking and that's uh. where to find things. Um, but then there is a big section, which is your voice. Mm-hmm. Um, what I think is, is, is clear as day and has been from the get-go is that what makes a real impact is listening to and connecting with other people who stammer Hmm. um, and listening to their stories. And um, although reading information on a leaflet is one thing, when someone tells you about their experience, that's much more powerful. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's what makes you feel normal and human and okay about yourself. Mm -hmm. Um. So I was really keen to, to try and put that centrally on the website and, and encourage people to take part in this and to share their stories because I think that's what makes the real difference. We can give the information, that's fine. But if you're a parent and your child has started to stammer, you, what you really want to do is to hear from other parents who've gone through this. Mm-hmm. Um, and if your child continues to stammer, then you want to hear from other parents whose child continues to stammer. Yeah. If you've got a covert stammer or an interiorized stammer or stutter, you want to hear from people like you. Um, and, and that's exhilarating. But also um, this cultural change, I think, is really important. And the cultural change comes about when everybody dives in and takes mm. part and and send their poems and their their artwork and their creativity, their films. What we want to do is to create a platform where everyone can join in. Um, and again, this was something I learned at Calm, um, was that um, people will feel, would feel emboldened to tell their story and also emboldened to create their own campaign or to do their own thing. So there was loads and loads of, all the time, there's lots and lots of different spin-offs from Calm um, where people would start their own campaign or do their own annual fundraiser and it would be about them and their community. Um, oh, wow. And I think that we don't have to own everything. Mm-hmm. We are an umbrella organisation, but we don't have to own everything. We don't have to control everything. But I think if we could showcase everything... That would be great. Mm. And you're and you're also enabling others to you know yeah. as you just finished saying <laughs> they, they can run their campaign. But yeah, um, brilliant, brilliant work. Uh, do you have any advice for other stirring associations who may be listening, saying, "Wow, we would love something like this in our end," or any advice in terms of bringing their missions to the next level? That kind of stuff, that kind of thing. Um, I think that I think that branding and marketing is really important. Mm. Um, and there's lots of agencies around the world in every city and in every country. And those agencies, um, you know, spend a lot of their time selling soap 
or toothpaste or cars. Give them something really exciting to sell. Hmm. Get them to help you change the world. Um, but don't give them a brief about, I've got an event on next Tuesday, help me sell it. You know, we need to kind of raise our eyes up and go, we want cultural, real change. We want anyone who stammers when they see our branding, when they see our adverts, to punch the air. We want people who stammer to feel comfortable. Help us deliver this. Give us some visuals, some colors, some branding to help deliver these messages. Because I think if you look at um, many of the charities out there, the ones who really punch through are the ones where branding is really important, where they've nailed it, they've been consistent. Um, I remember ages ago when my child was little, um, someone listening to somebody talking about branding um, <laughs> and really saying it kind of really isn't important. And then I went into the supermarket and there was this small child being hauled along by an adult saying, I want the Disney ice cream. Mm. I want the Disney ice cream. Um, and then thinking, yeah, there you go. That <laughs> That's branding right you, there. You know, it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When we, when we go and buy things, we buy things um, and we kind of the, we consume things which are familiar to us where we think we know what it is that we're getting, mm. which are bold. I think that if we've got, if there is a charity which has got, um, I don't know, I think sometimes the, the names of the charities can be very worthy or mm. almost invisible. Um, I mean, it's very, you know, is there, and, and you know, you can go too far. You can, can, can come up with a name which is completely pants, but you need a name which says something. You need a name which says something. You need something which is visually going to work, not just on your letterhead, mm. but yes, on a T-shirt, ideally, um, you know, and on a pencil and on a pen. You want... You want it to do more than just say, this is where you're from. You want people to like where mm. you're from and to like those messages and to identify with them. But I think the other thing is there's a lot of information about um, the kind of the drawing up mission and values and a strategic plan, which I think also needs to go into the pot yeah. um, and thinking about so rather than just kind of going, well, I did this and I did this and I did this because I'm supposed to, and that's what we're supposed to be doing. Think about, um, is, did that work? A lot of the grant makers out there, certainly in the UK, mm. they don't want to know, they don't want to give you X amount of money because you did something. They want to give you X amount of money because you changed someone's life. So how are you going to prove that? No. How are you going to mark that? Um, so those outcomes and thinking about how you achieve those outcomes is really important. And then you have to think about how you're going to measure them. Uh, and, then, and then you look at what activities are going to help you get to that point. So hence the five-year plan, uh, the research beforehand and the surveys. Yeah. yeah. Mm, I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> <laughs> it is a, it's a, yeah, I think that kind of the, the plan is, uh, you know, looking at um, 
uh, increasing, not just about, so here I go, uh, every charity wants to increase its membership or income base. But why do we want to do that? Mm. We want to, we want to increase membership. Yeah. But really what we want is we want people to get to the point where they feel comfortable, mm. where they feel they are able to, to fulfill their lives, where their stammer isn't a huge black box trying to engulf them. So the question is then how do we do that? Mm. So membership, just being a member doesn't do it, does it? So yeah. what services yeah. do we what what services do we do? Um and mm. what do they though that those achieve? How and how can they achieve that self-fulfillment? Um and then the other thing is, so if we want the public to change, then what do we need the public to understand? Um, what are the, what do they need to learn? Um, and then also think about what are the, and sometimes I think it takes a long time to kind of really drill down and understand what those invisible blocks are that you're trying to face. So at Karma, it took me some time um, but it finally dawned on me after some time that um, people didn't want to talk about failing men. Because if you were a failure as a guy, if you were um, suicidal as a guy, then you weren't a proper man. Mm. And that would be deeply embarrassing. For a man, that would be deeply embarrassing. And for women, want a proper man. Mm. So it was how do we tackle that thorny thing? And then the other thing was about mental health. I think all of us have a thread of, of, of mental health, which is very fine sometimes. Yeah. And so talking about that can be quite hard. And I think it's going to take some time for us to really understand what those invisible barriers are around stammering and stuttering um, and thinking really hard about those. Uh, I was listening to a, a radio interview quite recently, and they were, and it was somebody was being interviewed about the McGuire program. Um, and so he went straight into talking about the iceberg, hmm. which I think, you know, for the stammering and stuttering community is almost like a warm blanket. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then started, and then he talked about the kind of the cross breathe, crossal breathing, um, yeah. <laughs> which and, is pretty much the whole <laughs> Maguire thing, I think. <laughs> sorry, yes. sorry. And, and I think you know Maguire helps uh, you know huge amounts of people mm -hmm. and is hugely helpful to to those people. Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking the problem with that from the outside perspective, from non-stammering community, is we hear two things. Mm. Uh, first off, we hear that it's all in your head, this iceberg thing. And it is taking me, and I'm still not sure I've nailed it, this, um, what this iceberg thing is. And is this iceberg exclusive to the stammering or stuttering community? I suspect that it's not. No, yeah. Um, if you have severe facial disfigurement, for example, does that is that does that create any kind of iceberg? Mm -hmm. If we if we start off with this iceberg thing, and start off by talking about what's in the head, 
then you know people are going to think that it's all in your head. Hmm. Um, and then, and then kind of going into the kind of breathing, the costal breathing. Here, the public kind of going, oh, well, you know, so it's a, it's about nervousness, isn't it? Because I've heard it, because it's always in your head, worried about it. And then two, it's breathing. You just need to breathe, take a breath. Yeah. Um, and so these two big kind of responses from the public come from somewhere and they come from this media narrative because the media love a kind of a, a nice kind of uh, trajectory of a story yeah. you know I stammered really terribly and that was hindered my life and then I found Maguire and then my life was saved you know that's a kind of a narrative which the media love and and repeat that isn't any dissing of the Maguire therapy mm. um it's just a kind of that's what we're what we're facing is these two messages keep being driven home, yeah. um, and I think we need to think about how we tackle and upend those two big messages and and kind of go. It's not about breathing. I know you've heard you saw something about Maguire. I know you've seen that, but actually, that isn't Maguire. And taking a deep breath doesn't cure it. Weirdly, yeah, or um, or singing on stage at a. <laughs> talent competition yeah <laughs> well that's another message we could get into the stammer thing isn't it yeah you really expect me to sing the whole time yeah um i am interested in this position because i have the <laughs> skills necessary to run a digital marketing campaign one of my accomplishments is yeah it's not gonna work <laughs> i don't have a singing voice so <laughs> the question is how do we how do we uh, start to, because it's not going to be quick, how do we start to undermine and swap those two narratives which are so um, neatly ingrained in the public's health by the media and by the media's treatment of stammering each time? Yeah, true. Because we're always going to come back to this. And I think it's um, we need to give the media different narratives. But also we just need to, ex we need to expose... Uh, the issue of stammering and keep coming back saying talking about why it's serious <laughs> but I think this is this is kind of work ahead that lies ahead of us which is trying to unpick some of these deeply ingrained almost implicit assumptions I was thinking the other one of the other things is that when people pause um, it's seen as hesitating mm, yeah so again, how do we tackle that? How do we tackle those pauses and get the public to understand that they're not about hesitating? Yeah. Um, again, it's going to take some time to figure out a way of doing that. But I think yeah. we need to identify those big blocks and ditches and kind of think about how we navigate our way around them and how we change understanding of them. Because that's what we have to do. It isn't just about let's hold hands and say we all stammer. And isn't the outside world horrid? Um, mm. I want to change the outside world. Because otherwise, what's the point of me being here? Yeah. Well, so far you're doing great, uh, great, great to work. And I can see a bit of, um, to borrow from the tech world, a bit of disruption <laughs> in the stirring com community. The whole uh, the stirring awareness uh, as, uh, aspect about, um, you know, 
let's be more bold let's get out of the fishbowl so to speak out of the community into the into the rest of the world to to yeah to smash all of the misconceptions i think yeah. there's there's been there's been, seems to be quite a lot of interest from other countries about using the campaign <laughs> yeah can we copy it me too i was like that can i steal that call us data or something <laughs> but yes uh go on sorry <laughs> well i'd like to find a way of ha that happening mm. yeah i'd love um, i'd love love to see that happen too yeah i think that um because at the heart of this is cultural change um yeah. and and so creating a movement which is more than just an organization you know, you've hit the right word, a movement, because it, I mean, like I've said before, it's um, because now we're all in that global online, you know, social media, things get shared. It's no longer just if you happen to be walking around somewhere in the UK, because now this is something that has been and will continue to be shared around the world outside of the UK. Um, you know, especially in places where they use the word stammering. <laughs> so I'm sure in India, right? Because it will, it will apply, right? Um, yeah, yeah. So this is a, yeah, I can see this turning into a move, movement or it's leading the way. It's leading that movement that's been created. That would be exciting. Yeah. Oh, really it's about time. <laughs> <laughs> It is about time. I think that looking at um, other groups kind of facing discrimination, mm -hmm. um, whether that's kind of LGBT or whether that's uh, a kind of um, disability, you know, each, um, there comes a time when you need to push back. Mm -hmm. um, to push back and also to reach out to others and form common cause mm -hmm. uh, and and unite around some really strong messages and i think if you've got if you've got some strong visuals that helps i can chat about this all day but we're at the 45 minute mark <laughs> <laughs> so thank you very much for coming on. But before uh, we didn't even mention the website. So where can people find more information and all the visuals that uh, uh, I keep gushing over? <laughs> at Stammer, S-T-A-M-M-A dot org. That was my conversation with Jane Powell, the Chief Executive Officer of the British Stammering Association. You definitely do not want to miss checking out the Stamma graphics over at Stamma.org. If you haven't already seen them, they are a sight to behold and very, very effective as I've already mentioned a thousand times. I'll have a link to it in the show notes. So a big thank you, big thank you to Jane for sharing the Stamma story, which I think will be a game changer and uh, a very big thank you to Jane and her team uh, for launching this campaign. Definitely going to be a global thing. Uh, I can feel it in my bones. It's your turn to speak. I'd like to hear from you. Record up to three or four minutes using whatever recording app on your smartphone. 
And uh, email it to kustutter at gmail.com. I'll play it on the next episode of this podcast. I'd like to hear your thoughts on the Stama campaign or the conversation or any other topic that I talked about on the show in the past. You have been listening to episode number 237 of the Stuttering is Cool podcast, which has been brought to you by the Stuttering is Cool shop. And speaking of stuttering awareness, the Stuttering School shop is full of stuttering awareness merchandise, all featuring Frankie Banky, that cartoon character that I talked about. Um, he appears on buttons, or as I say in the UK, of course, badges, posters, and mugs, and the Stuttering, stuttering School book, which is a survival guide full of comics and humor all about stuttering without switching words or avoiding speaking so check all that out at stutteringiscool.com you don't want to miss if i do say so myself one of my biggest sellers aside from my book which is being used as a textbook uh, for student speech language pathologists across uh, north america in eight universities and growing uh, potentially to uh, 11 soon one of my biggest sellers is a poster and a mug. They both contain the same thing. It's a Star Wars parody. A very, very funny parody. Uh, check it out, stutteringschool.com. Click on the shop link and you'll see it there. Well, until the next episode, may your stuttering or your stammering may always be with confidence. Ciao.